Hello. Welcome to this week's edition of the Africa Climate Conversations weekly podcast. I'm your host, Sophie Mbukwa. In the last episode, we heard from Garashi village communities in Kilefi County, north of Mombasa, on the flooding and drought challenges that have devastated their socio-economic livelihood. Remember, you can access that previous episode if you go to Africa Climate Conversations website, www.africaclimateconversations.com under podcast, or find us on Apple Podcast, Google, Spotify, or any other channel you access your podcasts now we are grateful for a grant by the international women's media foundation's howard g buffet fund for women journalists which has made this mental health and climate conversation possible now this week we are still in Kilefi County and I'm privileged to be joined by two gentlemen Elias Fondo the Kilefi County mental health clinical officer and Leonard Nasoro a mental health specialist and a nurse at the Kilefi County Hospital. Thank you gentlemen for finding time from your busy schedule to discuss mental health issues in the county. Yeah, uh, generally mental health is uh, the ability of a person to understand his abilities to be able to cope up with the normal stresses of life and work productively and fruitfully and make a contribution to his or her society. That is the general what mental health is. So there is a lot of stigma around it because anybody hearing about mental health, they only think of the madness, what they call it, the crazy, mm-hmm. being crazy. Mm-hmm. But that is the definition of mental health and it's generally that way. Then it's very different from the mental illnesses because mental illnesses is whereby a person has a abnormal thoughts, abnormal behavior, abnormal feelings that cannot relate well with others. So it's totally different from 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 mental health. Mm-hmm. Mental health is different from mental illnesses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in Kenya, there is a lot of stigma and um, it's abandoned. Mental health is not like uh, the other diseases because um, you know, for a person, when I say I have cancer, everybody will come and sympathize with me. Absolutely. But now if uh, I start laughing to myself, talking to myself, people will not understand anything. They will also laugh at me because they don't understand. And that, that's because of the stigma around mental health. And it's because of the, there is a lack of information, the general population. But there is a lot of, there is a lot of mental health issues that are at, at the community in Kenya, worldwide. The statistics say that uh, like one in every four Kenyans, one of them have mental illnesses, mm-hmm. one in uh, in one time of the, at their lives. And uh, that is any person can have mental illness, this, uh, despite your color or uh, your race or uh, your age, anybody can get mental illness. And uh, you know, the mind controls the whole body. So mm-hmm. if you're mentally ill, you can't be productive. There is a lot of lost hours, maybe because of depression. There's so many of them yeah that yeah. is yeah that is the general when you're talking about mental illnesses uh perhaps maybe what are some of the illnesses that oh one shows up with there are so many of them but there is a the like uh, we have the mood problems the mood that comes with the feelings of a person there is abnormal thoughts abnormal abnormal feelings we have the mood problems in it we have the bipolar then we have the depression like in the, the bipolar we have different types of of, of it we have um, depression in the bipolar is an umbrella but we have the depressive episode 
we have the manic episode, we have the hypomanic episode. Mm-hmm. So that is, to me, from where I work at my desk, that is the main that we have in the general population. Because depression is one of it, where a person feels hopeless, he feels low most of the time. Anybody can feel down, but now the duration, a person feeling down for a period of like two weeks, more than two weeks. Then at the same time, he, lost, he loses interest in things he used to enjoy, most of them. Maybe he used to watch football after work, but now he just lost that interest of watching football. Then other symptoms are there, like feeling hopeless. Some of them go to the extent of being suicidal. So that is depression is a more is a major mental illness uh, at the moment. And uh, among others, we can have the manic episode, whereby a person comes is talkative. He has a uh, He's talkative, he talks to himself, uh, he's talkative, that is one, then has a lot of energy, he doesn't need to sleep, uh, then um, he involves in activities that are not, they have bad consequences. Those are the kind of symptoms that we have for patients who are, who are, who are manic. And then other, sim- other, 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 other uh, conditions like schizophrenia, mm-hmm. schizophrenia is whereby you are having uh, some of the symptoms like talk, hearing voices talking to you. Some of these voices are maybe commanding you to do something or not to do something. There are what we call the delusions. That's false fixed beliefs that some people are against you. Some, there are just several symptoms that are come. But uh, in schizophrenia, we have distorted thoughts. It is split from the reality. You are seeing things that others can't see. You believe things that are just, just opposite of whatever you believe in. And the symptom lasting for almost six months. That is another sim- uh, condition, the, the schizophrenia, that is also common at our society. Then we have um, the substance use. Yeah. yeah. Because of, mostly in the youth, we have um, the, those who use cannabis, those who abuse cannabis, alcohol. Uh, we also see them, there are also disorders. But we are looking at not all the people who are using cannabis will present with mental illness. Okay. Let's say in the population, we can say 25% of the people using cannabis may get mental illnesses. But the 75 will remain the same. Okay. Yeah. Um, those are the main conditions that we, we mostly see in the clinics. The bi- bi- mood disorders like depression, then uh, the bipolars. And then we have schizophrenia, we have substance use disorders. And then other things that is very, very common, anxieties. Mm-hmm. But now, anxieties in the African setup, you will not see most of them coming to your clinic. Okay. They okay. just struggle at home. Uh, when they come to you, maybe those with maybe panic attack, where they, the symptoms really interfere with their social and occupational functioning, okay. they will have to come to the clinic. But let's say like 80% of them will not come to the hospital. They'll just be told, ah, this is, I just feel fearful, I just feel nervous, but that's okay for me. I, he will struggle on his, on his own. And then again, there is a lot of misagos because if you go to, you know, if you go to a general clinician, then there is a, the chances of you being misdiagnosed mm-hmm. are very high because they don't have that knowledge on mental health. They don't have, and if they have it, there is also a lot of stigma around, even at the medical level. The medics told not all of them. Some of them have the negative attitude towards mental health. Mm-hmm. So they will just make, if there is a very strong, maybe a very common symptom, like hearing voices, then they refer you to the psychiatrist. But if you go there, like if you get a person with depression, these people will come to you, just look at you. You ask them a question, they just answer one question there. 
you need to be very patient to listen to them for you to make even the diagnosis. They need a lot of patience. But now if you go to the general public uh, clinician where there are long queues because of the inadequate number of clinicians, yeah. then they will not have that time to listen to you. So they'll maybe make a diagnosis. They will listen to you. You're not talking to them. They send a list of investigations. Yeah. Go to the lab. You spend almost so a lot of money. Mm. Then you come back. Everything is normal. I guess, of course, they may give you the medication or and then that you are not helped. Sure. So there is a lot of misdiagnosis because mm. of the inadequate number of healthcare workers working in the outpatient yeah. or in the public facilities, especially. Okay. Yeah. I'm listening to you talk and I'm thinking, wow, um, we are going through a lot of changes environmentally because you're finding that droughts are becoming severe and flooding is becoming severe. Uh, landslides you've seen uh, within Kenya and um, a couple of landslides and also cyclones, like we had 2019 cyclone Idai in Mozambique and we just had another cyclone in um, December and uh, uh, Madagascar as well. So I'm looking at the weather and climate related disasters and I'm thinking, that anxiety of unknown. We had the school uh, strikes just uh, the other day, and that uncertainty of the unknown tomorrow, you know, when everybody keeps saying and the science keeps saying the temperatures, this is every year is becoming the warmest year in history, you know. And when flooding happens, it's becoming too severe, it's coming in too quick, it's not giving our communities time to recover. When drought comes, they are becoming too severe, communities are not recovering. I'm just wondering, when it comes to mental illnesses, does climate change or natural disasters or the changing weather, you know, impact? How does it impact on mental well-being of the society? And what is the sum of the cases that you will see when disaster strikes that comes in or after a year after a disaster has strike, the major cases that prevail that you find people presenting with? Anything that will happen to you, and at the end of the day, you will remain to be anxious. And at that moment, for the few days, if things are done well, like uh, there is a lot of counseling, you have somebody to share with how you feel, the, the, the outcome will be different. But now, if you go through any kind of disaster, any kind of change, extreme change, we are talking of extreme change in the life, mm. then we expect a lot of anxieties that if they're not de dealt with, they will maybe come with like post-traumatic stress disorders at the end of it all. Mm -hmm. So anxieties are very common, especially in the terms of any form of any form of uh, extreme sort of life situation like a disaster. Because, um, and uh, in it again, we have, apart from anxiety, we have the depression because now maybe I was depending on my, my, my I, I invested a lot in, maybe I have a, a huge farm that I'm keeping livestock then after drought, they all die. I might especially be cut short. I, I will feel sad, not only for two days, but a very long period of time. I feel hopeless. And that will, if I'm, if not intervened, I may end up with a severe form of depression, which I can easily go to suicide. We have people committing suicide. We have others, uh, the homicide and everything, depending on the kind of situation you are in. And anxieties will have always set in. In, in terms of drought, maybe, you become anxious because you have people, you have, you have, you have a, maybe you have invested. We have a lot of unemployment in the country and mm. even worldwide. So most of the people are maybe self-employed. And then you invest in something, then it fails totally to zero. You have a loan to pay. Mm. Of course, you become anxious. And if not, you are not, of course, that you will try and struggle as a man or as a woman. But at the end of the day, 
the mind will be interfered their thoughts and everything will be interfered with you may end up with the ptsd where we are talking it's a form of anxiety where you have you recall whatever happened then you become anxious some of them they become sh- there are so many signs and symptoms of ptsd but it's the most common kind of uh, mental illness when it comes to disaster uh yeah mm-hmm. to, to, to disaster And and what are some of the cases that one would present with? Because most of the time, sometimes we could present, you could find a society, members of scientific centers, but then they do not go to seek medical care. I'm Leonard Nassar. I'm a nurse by profession. Currently working at the Clinic County Hospital. I'm a mental health specialist. I've done psychiatry and mental health. And actually, I've been in practice for the last 22 years. Okay. So as my friend Elias started, that actually natural disasters actually bring a lot of uncertainties and uh, it is actually because that we don't have laid down foundations or systems that actually makes time when such a thing happens we have a way that is going to be dealt with we've been managing them by by crisis so every time something comes uh, a disaster crisis in it is actually it it is new to us eh? we've not really prepared for for it the floods the droughts which have been there And this is not something new, like in Glyphy County, right now we are faced by a lot of uh, drought, eh? especially in Ganze sub-county, mm-hmm. actually there's no water. Our animals are actually facing a risk of maybe dying off, crops did not do well. So that common Mananchi, who actually uh, involves himself in projects which are not insured, always lives in a worry, a lot of anxiety, what will actually come next. The government maybe will come in and uh, assist me or try to give me something small after I lose maybe around 50 heads of animals. And the people who actually have uh, really gone into major mental illnesses because of such occurrences. So the depression, which actually, as my friend said, that it can occur to anybody. But then if there's something which has uh, triggered it, like uh, maybe a loss, it becomes even more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We are actually made by uh, some situations which maybe if some laid down foundations would be made so that me as a common person know that when maybe such a drought happens and I lose my two to three heads, maybe I have uh, uh, some insurance which is going to pay me and I maybe I practice uh, the proper ways of uh, taking care of my animals or if it is farming. Then I do it within a small area, but then there's that, if maybe it's irrigation, like that water which actually comes in with a flooding of the Galana River. Mm. If that, made, that water could be channeled properly. I don't think that we'd be talking about droughts in those areas, but uh, it is just alternating of the extremes. We move from droughts to flood. Uh, to flood. Mm. That's why actually our people are living with a lot of uncertainties. They have gone into some mental illnesses, and it is just something which is, comes repeatedly. Yeah. Mm. Thank you so much. And uh, apart from uh, depression, what other illnesses that uh, people present with? And especially because when a disaster happens, you find like a major disaster, you'll find Red Cross will go up and will probably offer people um, counseling for a few days, then that's it. So after everybody leaves, now you're left there with your children or with, and with your loss and everything with yourself to deal with. What are some of the things, the problems that now you as the men- mental health specialist in Kilefi, that you would see 
in in a, in a in a village in in a village that was probably hit by a disaster a year ago what are some of these cases that you keep on seeing people probably come to the hospital they don't even know that they are suffering from a mental illness but these are some of the things what are some of the things that uh, was in ajitokeza mm, because of that uncertainty actually people have been rendered unproductive so it actually seems that there is that uh, some sort of uh, over dependency where actual productivity is totally down so when we look at mental or most of these mental illnesses they only come because of a, anybody can get a mental illness but then it depends on the triggering factors so if you can uh, it depends now if you can get depression or if you are that maker you, you have that makeup of developing depression or get depression but then it is actually a point that or any mental illness can occur even that schizophrenia can come in the post traumatic uh, syndrome disorders because actually you are just trying to take care of a situation which maybe it is beyond your control yeah. so you become you start becoming a, a minor mental illness which you call uh, neuroses mm-hmm. like the anxieties the panic attacks and maybe irrational irrational fears because i don't know what is going to happen next so i just behave very abnormal to something which is very common but then because of that uncertainty if i invest in this or if i do this maybe it is going to be, to be repeated so people actually live with a lot of fear so they become fearful that's how we say irrational fear something you are an adult and there's something which it is obvious that you couldn't even be worried of but because of some past experience you live with a lot of fear you don't even want to invest anywhere so there's that total poverty because of maybe if i, I try to bring up some cows again and maybe they are swept or if i try to, uh, to, to grow my crops and then the flood comes what do i do actually much mungu so poverty will set in and actually one of the things which makes somebody get the depression the poverty also can make you become depressed maybe i was living this type of a life but because of whatever happened i've been rendered uh, helpless I, there's nothing i can do i don't have anywhere again to invest i lack the knowledge okay? the, the, the financial literacy is not there so sometimes what do i do and actually it seems as though in the village everybody is living within that below that poverty line so those are some of the problems that we see mm-hmm. so actually we see that within a village we can really not see whom do we go to for himself mm-hmm. and good for all us sure yeah, there's a type of life maybe mm-hmm. people have been living that is absolutely so do you want to add something yeah about uh, the ptsd like uh, some of these patients the symptoms that a person presents is that there is that form of extreme worry anytime he sees something similar to what happened to him like um if it's flooding then anytime maybe these are people who are living by the riverside they have to go wow. there to fetch water for some time but they the ex they the, 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 the moment they see the water they recall whatever happened mm-hmm. so there will be that a great fear that something bad can happen and sweep me maybe i die and everything dies so that extreme fear will be this person will be feeling it almost on daily on daily basis mm-hmm. again um there is that some sort of avoidance people will try to avoid whatever happened to them with the fear that with the mentality that this thing can happen again maybe i i used to invest in this and everything was swept away by the floods or yeah. they died of the, the the drought maybe my cows all died because of the drought so there is that avoiding nature that like i will not invest in anything because 
in case I do it, the drug will come. So these some they, they they may be simple, and then the, the, those are hypervigilant your symptoms whereby anytime you recall, then you become nervous. You feel like there is a lot of heartbeat goes up, the palpitations. Then you feel trembling, there's sweating, the panic, the panic attack form of symptoms that are anytime you recall whatever happened during the, the incidents. Mm. So those are the signs and symptoms of the PTSD, mostly that appear to the patients who underwear, the people who maybe they had a calamity appearing on them. Mm. I'm a, I'm a facing mm. That's very interesting because I remember talking to some victims of uh, landslides in Moranga and um, uh, and, and, and actually also remember, recall yesterday when I was in Kilifi and um, one of the things that actually came up was children because you find that uh, the, the lady in Moranga was telling me like every time it rains, even showers just a little bit because they're victims of a landslide and she was telling me the children scream literally at night. And, 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 and I was just uh, talking to um, a family. They were displaced by the Sabaki River. And what happened is that they tell me that the children scream at night and that worries the parents, but they're like, there's nothing we can do. They, and and they, they didn't used to scream before. And this one, they still went back and lives just next to the river, literally. But the children scream, whether it's raining or it's not raining. The one in Moranga, every time it rains, the children can't literally sleep. And every time they sleep and they're sleepwalking. When it comes to children, what is this kind of uh, thing that you find the parents don't know what to do, but they just think, well, it's going to end. It worries them, but they think it's going to end. They do not seek medical help. And as you answer that, I would want also for you to expound um uh, in terms of Elias, the challenges you face in terms of cultural beliefs, we all of us will agree. In most cases, when especially when it comes to issues of depression, and with our African mothers, um, it is not something that we grew up believing that anyone could. My mother didn't believe that her daughter or her son could get depressed. Where are you getting it from? You know. Yeah, to start with the children who maybe scream at night or anytime it rains. I think it's a, it's a form of minor mental illness. But if they need to be, you know. It's not only the children, but even the adults, they feel the same. It's only that children don't lie. They will speak what they feel, but the adults will try to avoid it. But inwardly, they have that internal, some sort of, there is a lot of instability internally. They try to cope up with it, mm -hmm. but the children will have to shout because they're expressing their emotions. Yeah, And uh, it is good for them to have the, 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 it's not a matter of giving them medication, but talking to them, sharing them. There is a lot of like uh, such anxieties. Most of them are not for. They don't need any 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 tablets. You know, I don't know how, but most of the African society we believe mm -hmm. in prescription. Mm -hmm. Anything you go mm -hmm. to a hospital, you have to be given a prescription. Mm -hmm. But now this is mental health is different. It's the mind. So you need to be talked to like counselors, psychologists who can come to you. Then you talk to them. Especially the children, they can be done the counseling part of it. It can be really helpful to them because there is some sort of they don't understand what why what happened to the extent that everything was they, because they don't learn they don't understand the landslide the science about it the behind the science behind the drought or the floods they don't know they just see the calamity happening and the change of life the extreme change of life mm -hmm. so they need somebody to talk to we, yeah. we don't need to leave them alone and. In future, later in their life, if they are not being attended to, they may develop major mental illnesses later in life. So it's better for them to be taken to the nearest, maybe 
to be talked to, especially counseling. We, we, we do counseling in our clinics where we just talk, we have one-on-one -on -one in a private room, then we let you to share what you feel. <laughs> and we help you, we just listen to you. That yeah. is very grateful. Yeah. But now the, 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 the Kenyan mind is that you go to a hospital, you have to be given a prescription. Mm -hmm. Because that is, that is the thing, because you're like, eh, now I'm paying this person to just talk to me. Yeah. I could have talked to myself or talked <laughs> to my brother or sister or my mother. You know, what are some of, Leonard, maybe come to you and just um, understanding some of the cultural challenges that, you know, hinders people seeking mental health services and probably even getting better and, and lead to deteriorating mental health issues in the society. Okay, right from the beginning, from the demographical period of it, mm -hmm. mental illnesses actually have been surrounded with a lot of uh, myths and misconceptions. If we go to our cultures, we actually have, we believe that actually mental illnesses associated with maybe witchcraft, mm. a curse, or maybe you stole some uh, somebody's uh, uh, belonging, and maybe he did something that he did, that maybe you, you, you got uh, the mental illness. So because of that stigma, what will be, uh, what will be our neighbors say that uh, that village or that household has somebody who's mad? Mm. Just let us. We don't like using that term knowledge, but then that's our, what people understand most. Yeah, yeah. So if we start from let talk about uh, the, the major mental illnesses. Nobody would like to be associated with a madman. Sure. That's why we see them walking around in, in towns. Nobody actually owns them. Mm -hmm. This is your sister, mm -hmm. or that is your brother. So we always believe that it's only from the other family, not our family, that you can get a mad person. But then that's not very true. As mm -hmm. we have started by saying that actually, it has no rest no sex or age, anybody can become mentally ill. So this stigma actually makes uh, uh, the mental uh, people, the people who are mentally ill come later to the clinic, especially when there is depression, but then he doesn't actually have any manic episodes. He's just passive, he likes sleeping, he doesn't, keeps himself. Eh? Mm. As much as he's not worrying anybody, as much as he's not disturbing anybody in the family, that person will be kept there until the time maybe he will become suicidal. He attempts suicide, then that attempt will be brought. So actually, because of that stigma, because of the cultural beliefs that actually we don't want to be to, 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 to be termed to be satanic, sure. then we're not going to speak out. Mm -hmm. This actually has got had a lot of interference. So by the time actually these people reach the hospital, one, they start going to the Mombezi, they take the Maombi, they take the, 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 the Mafuta, from there they go to the Mganga, that is uh, the witch doctors, and then they just, they might even stay in the house for years. By the time maybe this person comes, this person maybe has become uncontrollable, or he comes there as a forensic person, uh, as a forensic case, because actually he has been involved in a criminal act. So all this actually happens because actually we don't want to be associated with anybody who has a, a mental illness. Mm. Yeah, and actually that cuts across not only within Cliff County, but it is worldwide. Sure. Uh, some conditions are, uh, let's go to something which is less common, like epilepsy, mm. or uh, children who are mentally, uh, who have got many uh, intellectual uh, uh, disability. Mm -hmm. They get locked up in, they, they locked up in the house. So that if maybe some visitors come there, 
cannot see anybody who's mental retarded around there because actually you will be associated with maybe some majini pengine they say that maybe this one was actually possessed so that actually he can bring some riches to the, to the family and nobody actually is for that so actually our beliefs uh, spiritual beliefs cultural beliefs have actually had a lot of uh, negative impact on mental health services because mm. people which has their faro system not well developed because actually back in the community people are still believing that i wouldn't like my family to be associated with anything with mental illness mm. so it's maybe until we sensitize them we go to them we start with the, um, the local leaders we go to the spiritual leaders so that at least if we we can have some diagnosis and referral to the mental health uh, institutions which are few with a lot of uh, shortages eh? but for the few that we are there i think we are doing whatever we can do to make sure that at least we reach every point of this county so that at least we can get the patients referred in time uh, and referral is two way mm. they get referred from the community to the institution and back to the community and we also sometimes take the services because actually the county is quite diverse we have all the way from kaloleni to mebamba that is ganze magarini mm. we actually that those natural disasters but we only have a limited number of mental health specialists like uh, we have we only have one clinical officer in the whole county who's alias and we are we have two mental health nurses one at Malinda and one, one at uh, the Cliff County Hospital mm. we have some two basic trained psychiatric nurses but then because of the support which we lack from the county administration they have been involved to do general duties so there's that let a referral let diagnosis which starts with the lack of knowledge lack of information from the community the culture of values spiritual knowledge and all those things mm. yeah that's 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 very interesting because uh, that you actually bring that up because i wanted to actually now from we we seeing the challenges that we're facing from our cultural beliefs and uh, you know but also now we have covid-19 has brought a whole new dimension and and exposed cracks that well some we knew always existed in terms of the medical fraternity and the challenges and the payment and stuff like that in Kenya but then again it's it's you know we we're going through we have natural disasters and on top of that we have covid-19 that has actually totally exposed you know left you know majority of people panicking and and you know uh, exposed people to mental illnesses um but i want us to end here because of time but with a promise that we will pick up this conversation next we can probably explore the lack of mental health medical practitioners availability and how best we can deal with the issue given the covid-19 and increasing natural disasters that was elias fondo the kilifi county mental health clinical officer and Leonard Nasoro, a mental health specialist and a nurse at the Kilifi County Hospital. They'll be back next week to give us a possible way forward as temperatures rise with the possibility of exposing communities to mental illness. Remember to send your contribution to info at africaclimateconversations.com. Please subscribe to the Africa Climate Conversation podcast on our website www.africaclimateconversations.com so you do not miss 
out on a single episode. You can also find us on Apple, Google, Spotify, and any other channel you access your podcast. We are also on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram as Africa Climate Conversations. Remember, this conversation has been made possible by a grant from the International Women's Media Foundation's Howard G. Buffet Fund for Women Journalists. Until next week on Tuesday, Kwaheri. My name is Sophie Mbongo.